Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. You're on Joy 94.9 listening to Read Her. I think the last thing we really wanted to talk about was actually um, just in terms of what this actually represented, what this book and I guess Sarah Waters, because we're not going to do another Sarah Waters um, book in in this grid or this series, um, but I'm really interested. We talked a little bit before that that, um, Alice was 10 when Fingersmith was released. I was not. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I wasn't either. Yes, we want to talk about the impact that this book has had yeah. and what it has meant for lesbian culture. And I'm really interested to hear the two of your thoughts on this because, as Tanil pointed out, I was 10 years old when it came yeah. out. So it didn't affect me in the same way. No. So I was 22 when Tipping the Velvet came out as a book. Mm-hmm. Um, I was an out lesbian. Uh, in unit, well, sort of just finished university, so very much in that um, that kind of arts. You know, we were very, very sophisticated. <laughs> um, so when we read in Diva magazine that this author Sarah Waters was a lesbian and she'd written this book that was a historic, it was like crazy. So you waited to get this book, and I remember going up to Red Books in um, the Valley in Brisbane. So I lived on the Gold Coast, and we drove up to this bookstore, which was the the lesbian or feminist bookstore in um, in the in Fortitude Valley, to to find Fingersmith and, and read it. And it was just one of those things you devoured. Right. You mean tipping the velvet? Sorry, tipping. Well, yeah, tipping yeah. the velvet. Yeah. yeah, that's so interesting because we had we're of course lucky to have hairs and hyenas here mm. in Melbourne and I think I bought Tipping the Velvet from there straight away. Absolutely. Yeah. But well, how was it for you though, Katie? Well, like, look, I wasn't out when Tipping the Velvet came out. Yeah. I came out late in my early 30s. So right. um, Fingersmith came out when I was 32. Yep. So that was about the time, in fact. Um, but I had read, as I said, I'd already read Tipping the Velvet and Affinity. Mm. And before that, I'd read a couple of lesbian books Um Mainly The Well of Loneliness by Radcliffe Hall, which we you are, are going to be discussing. Cover that, yeah. mm-hmm. And for people that don't know, The Well of Loneliness is a profoundly depressing book. It's a bit of a downer. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm going to do our best to make that an uplifting yeah. week. It's, it's, it's influential, though. So I'm glad, <laughs> you're, I'm glad you're going to be talking yep. about it. But this, I mean, you know, I, for those who don't know, I'm a book editor by trade. I've, I worked in publishing for years. I still work in publishing. And to find and, and I've uh, always been a, a, a voracious reader and and uh, love finding authors, new authors. And as soon as Tipping the Velvet came out and I read it and fell in love with it, I thought, oh, this Sarah Waters is something special. Mm. So as I said, every time a new book of hers has come out, I've grabbed it and, and read it, and she's now my favourite author of all. Oh, ha- I had also read Orange is Not the Only Fruit because I'd ah. seen the BBC ab- adaptation of that. Yep. Jeanette Winterson, another my important author. <laughs> yeah, another important lesbian author. Mm. Um, so for me, it was, I think it was part of my coming out. Oh, isn't that great? Yeah. yeah, for me, it really represented that sort of, and we're going to talk about this in one of the um, later books as well, but that kind of mid to late 90s, as far as I'm concerned, was like the best time to be a lesbian. Everything was around. Like, it was just... <laughs> Katie Lang. Well, in 1996 to 1997, the people, the women who came out here, Melissa Etheridge, yep. Katie Lang... Um, Indigo Girls, Arnie DeFranco. Like, if you yes, were, I had. I think I discovered all of them at about that time yeah. too. So you, you, they just all came out, and then the films that were around at that time, like The Incredibly True Adventure of Two Girls in Love, High Art, and then to have this come along from a literary perspective was really significant. Yeah. And Sarah Waters was always, as well as an author, there was no ambiguity about her sexuality. So there was this really positive role model uh-huh. um, as a, as a lesbian artist as well, which was fantastic. 
But these those first three books were so important because they were unashamedly capturing stories of, of women's sexuality. That's right. And I don't think anyone had examined uh, lesbianism in Victorian times. No. And, and as, you, as you said at the top of the show, Alice, her research is impeccable. Mm. So it was shining a light on, as some people say, her story that hadn't been told before. Absolutely. And so beautifully. Yep. And there were lesbians of all sorts, weren't Ab- there? Oh, all sorts. But then it co- like kind of weaving through all these stories around um, class and politics. And, I mean, you know, I, I always think about tipping the velvet, the, the um, dildo scene. You oh, know? no. <laughs> you always think about that. It was so outrageous. Uh-huh. But she did it so well with such uh, this little hint of humour. Absolutely. Uh, which was really kind of magnified in little, the BBC adaptation. Yeah, a little raise of the eyebrow, a little curl of the lip. Yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time really speaking to lesbian desire. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we, we talked a little earlier about this kind of accidental lesbianism. I think the thing that Sarah Waters does is kind of – she takes it to that next level. And I think uh, Fingersmith, for me, she didn't quite get there. Um, but that's okay. Uh, but definitely in um, definitely in Tipping the Velvet, kind of women taking control of their own totally. desire yep. and owning it is such a powerful yep. thing. So, Alice, you were 10 when Fingersmith came out. 10. Did you read it then? <laughs> uh, no. No, I didn't. I... Um I'm always like a little bit embarrassed to tell you. Sometimes I'm a little embarrassed to tell you how old. You're like, oh, and wasn't it wonderful when Fingersmith came out? Wasn't that such a great time? And I was like, <clears throat> yes, that was fantastic. <laughs> I think I was in grade five. Oh, gosh. Um. So, yeah, it, that wasn't a part of uh, my life at that time. <laughs> no. But um, it's interesting. I find it interesting because... It, it hasn't really dated. I didn't find. So, like, um, when I actually did, you know, I was very in university, very out, very involved in the queer department and the scene. And um, and everyone still, when women talk to each other about, like, oh, you should see this movie, you should. Mm. It wasn't so much about the book, but, you, you know, the, yeah. the good, the rare, really good lesbian um, film and television content the Tipping the Velvet miniseries is one that people still very much talked about. Absolutely. And still today, I think people still Absolutely. talk about it. It is definitely one of those ones that gets passed around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Joy 94.9 is a GLBTIQ community radio station in Melbourne, Australia. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au.